Pull up a friend's profile on LinkedIn or read over a colleague's resume. It's common to see a job change here and there, perhaps every few years or so. But imagine a profile that lists one employer for nearly four decades. Imagine the inside knowledge that person would have accumulated about their employer, the enthusiasm and loyalty they've developed over the years. That's the kind of background our two guests for this episode share. Jane Lucas and Kim Wellborn are administrative executives in the president's office, and you're about to tune in on their conversation as they recall the snowpocalypse of 2014, strange phone calls, and why wasp spray is an essential office supply. Even a surprise visitor interrupts their recording. Let's listen. My name is Jane Lucas, and I am from Birmingham, and I have worked at UAB since 1988. I came here right out of high school. My intention was to work full-time for about a year and then go to school full-time. But I had a really great job in the Department of Anesthesiology. I loved it, and I decided to keep working. 31 years later, I'm still working at UAB, and I am about to graduate with my bachelor's degree on Saturday, August 10th. I'm Kim Wellborn. I have been working at UAB for approximately 39 years. I also graduated from UAB with an undergraduate degree, and I started working for Dr. Charles McCallum, who was Vice President for Health Affairs and Director of the Medical Center at the time. He later became president, and I've been fortunate to work for four of the seven presidents. Of course, I knew Dr. Volker. He was um, so interesting and so intelligent, and he uh, had the vision for UAB. And um, then after Dr. Volker, there was Dr. S. Richardson-Hill, and then Dr. McCallum. And since then, I uh, have worked for almost all the presidents except Dr. Bennett, because I stayed with Dr. McCallum after he uh, relinquished the presidency. And then during that time, I worked with him while they raised funds to start the 1A Division football program. And then when he retired, I started a split responsibility in the athletic department with Coach Bartow. So I worked for almost 12 years half in the president's office, half in the athletic department, and that was so exciting. I work in the president's office. I started out as a mail runner, and I've had just various administrative assistant jobs over the years. And when Dr. Ray Watts became dean, he inherited me as his assistant. I knew that Dr. Watts was going to go on to greater things, I had no idea that two years later he would become president, and to my great astonishment, he wanted me to come with him to the president's office. So I basically have reached the top of my career ladder, and I love it. The ice storm of 2014. So that came on really quickly. A lot of people ended up getting stranded in their offices. And I knew that Dr. Watts was determined to get to the Woodward House. 
and and he was going to drive and he was going to drive <laughs> when the UAB police they ended up not being able to come to the administration mm-hmm. building because there were accidents I mean cars were just stranded and Dr. Watts said anybody that wants to go with me come with me now and I was just it was kind of awkward I thought should I stay or should I go so I went with Dr. Watts and we went down 7th Avenue and Dr. Watts I've not ridden with him very many times he's he's a fast driver and we were going down 7th Avenue and his car started to fishtail and he said Jane don't worry I have snow gear I said Dr. Watts this is not snow it's no. ice <laughs> it's ice so we made it down 7th. We started going up. I forgot what road it was, and we couldn't go any further. Uh, so we got out of the car, and we started walking. And I carried my purse and everything. There's Dr. Watts walking down the building out here. <laughs> and Dr. Watts said, now, you can leave that stuff in my car. I said, no, I've got to have my purse. I didn't know, you know how long I would be there. Well... There were a couple of doctors. One of them was doing a fellowship. He was from Michigan. And he had snow tires. And he... You may pause. Do we, do we want to yeah. Dr. Want to Watts looks like he's looking for us. Hello, Dr. Watts. Yeah, y'all are recording memories. We are. She was telling the memory of the snowstorm. That was quite a memory. We tried to make it up Red Mountain, and it wasn't cooperating. But Fortunately, the transplant guys came by with a four-wheel drive and picked us up. Yes. Our angels. Yes. Good. Well, that was a good visit. I told him we were going to do this, so he probably knew. Well... A group of doctors, one was a fellow from Michigan, and he had an SUV with snow tires on it, and they were riding around looking for people to help. Fortunately, they recognized Dr. Watts, and they picked us up and took us to the Woodward house. And probably poor Jane staggering up the hill. (laughs) And Dr. Watts' wife, Nancy, was there, and of course, Dr. Watts had communicated with her, you know, I'm bringing Jane, so she was there. She had a pot of soup on. It was so. It was very awkward at first. Um, Nancy's petite, and she said, "Jane, don't worry. You can wear my clothes." I said, "Nancy, look at me. I cannot wear your clothes. I might be able to wear Doctor Watson's clothes, but not yours." <laughs> and I ended up wearing his scrubs from Massachusetts General, <laughs> and. I stayed um, in one of the bedrooms. I ended up having to stay two nights. But the Wattses were so welcoming, and it was an interesting experience. I think the Woodward House might be a little haunted. You know, lots of creeks up there. But um, that Oh, that's another story about all the fun things that have happened at the yeah. Woodward House. Yeah, so that was probably one of the most interesting experiences here and it was a lot of fun. Well, I chose to stay in the office because I still, like Dr. Watts, thought I was going to make it home. Uh, and I thought, well, let everybody wreck and get off the side of the roads, and then I'll just have a straight shot home because I've done that on numerous occasions throughout the years here at UAB. 
but that didn't occur this time. I We have nice couches in our office, so I had a nice couch, and we had the whole 10th floor, half of the people stayed, so we were robbing everybody's refrigerator, and all the, the vending machines were completely empty. Uh, we were able to get out and walk to the fish market, and they were open, and that's one thing, too, about the area around the university. I know Nukes made like over 400 sandwiches for the doctors and nurses who were having to stay for days. Um, So we didn't eat there. Uh, We didn't want to take their food. I didn't want to eat in the hospital because I knew there would be patients and so we didn't go there, but the fish market was open and um, we were able to eat there. But then again, you uh, were robbing refrigerators (laughs) on the floor. But I thought I would rather stay here where it was warm and dry. I had my computer. I had the television. I had, you know, all the comforts of home. I did make it home the next afternoon um, because, and I live in Helena, which is um, about an hour away south. But I did make it home, um, and it was it was uh, an ordeal. <laughs> well, we were up on Red Mountain, so we had to wait. Mm-hmm. Two nights to yeah, get. I, uh, Dr. Watts grilled a steak for me. Yeah, she really grilled a hamburger yeah, for she me. She had it made. <laughs> yeah, my husband made it home with our daughter, and I called to check in on him. He said, You know, what are you doing? What are you doing for lunch? I said, Oh, Dr. Watts is grilling a hamburger for me. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have done that for she had, anybody. She had a mini vacation. Yeah, it was, it was fun. We do get a lot of unusual calls. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. I I could write a book about the number of calls I've taken over the years. But we would have to change the names. Right. This is a funny story. We have um, an alarm at my desk. Because when you come in the president's suite, I'm the first person that you would come in contact with. Which we've had to use the panic button before. Um... So we have uh, had some situations where, uh, like I said, we've had to to call the police, and um, they're wonderful to come and and help us. But Mayor Bell, when he was mayor of Birmingham, he came to meet with Dr. Watts, and his security team came with him, and they were sitting uh, across from my desk, and they said, where's your security? And I go, well, we don't have security in our building. And uh, at the time, um, we didn't. Now we do have an officer uh, who is wonderful. But they said, well, you need some protection. And, you know, if you do the the uh, course where how to fend off, it says throw your stapler at somebody. And Jane and I always laugh at that. Well, they said to me, get you a can of wasp spray. So I keep at my desk a can of wasp spray because it will shoot. 10 to 15 feet and sometime I've had a situation where I thought okay where's my wash spray we all have cans so of we all have cans of wash spray at our desk we have an, a, a, a button I have a a billy club <laughs> but those are the kind of things you have you know we have to think about and we are getting more and more of those these days um 
they do try and inform us or call us and we've had situations where um, it was a little dicey unhappy mamas lots unhappy well and those uh, that group of patients we've had disgruntled patients mm-hmm. we get those calls um, uh, people off the street I've had people come in and come up the stairwell at you know I stayed all later and um, you know they'll be wandering around the building in the hallway so I guess that's but one of Kim's strengths she can talk people off the ledge <laughs> I try she can talk angry people down um, calm them down she has a great gift for that well I found to respect people mm-hmm. and if they're angry listen to them and of course a soft answer turneth away wrath so uh, what I try to do is listen. Most of the time, people just want to be heard, and they've been passed around. Uh, in this day of automated phones where you don't get a human, once they finally get a person that is uh, alive, you know, they're ready to unload. But uh, those, I guess, talk about the the negatives mm-hmm. um, that we can you know we come in contact with it's but it's just part of the job and you don't really think about it a few weeks ago we got new telephones we finally came into the 21st century with voice over ip phones the phones we'd had before i think we'd had for like 20 years so they are completely different to when we were talking with telecommunications they were asking us what kind of functions did we want with the telephone and they mentioned having a an automated message you know if you want this person press one which sounds really good for us but I said you know we can't do that we're the president's office and people need access Mm -hmm. to us so we need to be there to answer the phones and usually you know Kim is the one that is able to help people when they have called and called and not been able to get a real person on the phone. Well, we've been the face of UAB. Mm-hmm. Another thing, we got we've gotten calls from people that want to da- donate a lot of money. You have to be really careful with someone that doesn't necessarily sound like they might have a lot of money or you don't know if they do or not is this is this going to pan out, but you have to treat them as if that is something that um, could be great for UAB. And we've had that situation a couple of times where, you know, be kind to the person, take interest in what they're saying, take them seriously, and you never know what that can bring. So every caller is the most important person. You know, one of the things I've been thinking about is we've worked here so long, we've actually been able to see students become adults and go on with their careers. You know, I go to physicians that I remember in medical school, and I remember them in their residencies, Mm -hmm. and now they're grown up, and they're, I'm going to them for their services. Which is a little weird. Yeah, it is weird. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fun. It's, you know, Our jobs as administrative assistants really are to facilitate the careers of other people, and it's a great job.
this recording has sparked some fond memories, you've made it UAB. Come record in our traveling audio booth as part of the celebration of UAB's 50th anniversary. Visit uab.edu slash memories to submit your memories online or book your time in the booth.